0: Monday, November 28th, Monday, November 28th, you're listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. Well, we have a strong storm system in the Pacific Northwest that's headed down into the south central states by Tuesday. This is a classic system producing severe weather on the southeast side with heavy snow on the backside. We're going to talk about the parts which are classic and the parts which are not classic. And we're going to speak about why Cincinnati might not be included in the severe weather. But Memphis, Tennessee is right in the bullseye for this one. And that Minneapolis, Minnesota is in the heavy snow area. Speaking about some of the finer details of the heavy snow. First of all, the mountains area, the Pacific Northwest, one to two feet of snow. An atmospheric river will be developing towards next weekend with the next storm system in the Pacific Northwest. In regards to whether this one has an atmospheric river, uh, we'll deal with that later. But the storm system moves across the Colorado Rockies, falls apart. But the Pacific moisture, it continues to carry some of its Pacific moisture as it moves over the Colorado Rockies. That's going to help bring the snowfall totals up from Minneapolis. This is snowfall totals. This is minor, minor danger hazard compared to what's going to be going on in Memphis and Little Rock. So we're going to get to them very quickly. But the National Weather Service informs us that the amount of moisture, the Pacific moisture, available with the system has actually gone down, according to the computer models, over the past 24 hours. Therefore, although there's a winter storm watch in effect for the upper Midwest with the potential of six inches of snow or more, the thinking is that, along in combination of the fact that the storm is taking a more southeast storm track than what it was yesterday, means the snowfall accumulations might actually be a little bit less than what they could be or than what they were originally forecasted. It might be this, it might be that. So normally what we have is a 6 to 12 inch bullseye here in the Midwest. I see nothing wrong with keeping it at that, keeping it at the 6 to 12 inch bullseye since we have enough wild cards over here. Then I'll tell you another thing is that even if we do say the, the, the National Weather Service of Minneapolis has pointed out that there could always be that possibility that the precipitation overperforms what the models are saying. Should that happen, that produces a domino effect of something called dynamic cooling, and that's when the precipitation is heavy enough to bring cold air from the upper atmosphere down to the surface. You know, some of the reasons, some of the one variable that's going to be interfering with some of the snowfall accumulations is going to be warmer road surfaces. Temperatures going into the 40s for tomorrow, that's before the snow hits. But if colder air should be brought down to the surface, then we're going to have, see higher snowfall accumulation. So, right now it looks like four to eight inches or so. But uh, again, the classic is six to 12 inches. And there's enough wild card there, I would think, to keep it at the six to 12 inch bullseye. But you should know that the expert forecasters are doing four to six inches. But the blowing snow is going to be tremendous especially after the front moves through, we're talking about possible damaging wind gusts. In these types of situations, the National Weather Service has gone ahead in many many instances and has issued winter storm warnings for a mere 1 to 3 inches of snow when you're dealing with winds like this. So, regardless of how strong the winds are, regardless as to how low the snow is or... We're dealing with a dangerous situation that probably is going to end up being a winter storm warning. And that's uh, maybe even more than that. But this is a six inch potential. And again, generally in the bullseye of these storms, we have six to 12 inches. In a a forecast that's working from complete science at the moment is... Uh, forecasting closer to 4 to 6, maybe 8, but something like that at the moment. And we'll have to see what happens after that. Here's the thing. We're still going to talk about the snow a little bit. We're getting to the severe weather quickly, however. The three major ingredients which are necessary to produce a major winter storm in the Midwest, according to meteorologist Dave Murray... He's the one who expressed it the most, but this is really according to everyone. He's a retired meteorologist who works for KTVI. He worked for KTVI in St. Louis, Missouri. You have all of those ingredients here. Deep low pressure. I don't have a number on it. It would be good to get a number. I'm confident that it's deep, though, Uh, but we'll look into that. Uh, Arctic high pressure. The Minneapolis-Minnesota National Weather Service has informed clearly. We have an Arctic high pressure system here. And we have the Gulf moisture with surface dew points in the 60s. Pwats, Memphis, Tennessee, 1.5 to 2 inches rainfall amounts of two, one to two inches, with localized amounts of four inches are some of the reports for the South Central States. So we do have uh, lots of moisture from the Gulf of Mexico. There's always a question as to how much is going to make it into the cold air mass, but uh, we have those three ingredients. The official definition of a major winter storm is not as exciting as what people have in their mind, perhaps, because it's six inches or more. So we have that, so I think it's safe to conclude that we're going to see six inches or more in the upper Midwest. Uh, We go over now to the southeast. The southeast portions of the uh, storm system over here, Memphis, Tennessee, Tornado alleys moving in that area. As we pointed out, this is a, on a scale of 1 to 5, the risk level is a 3. You have a 25 to 35% chance of seeing severe weather anywhere within a 25-mile radius from where you are. And in this situation, it's much more dangerous than usual because the primary threat is going to be tornadoes. In fact, even strong tornadoes is possible in these areas. And when you head out a little bit further east, those tornadoes might even happen at night. Therefore, a weather radio, an alert weather radio, they even make some which are are designated for tornado use. They have such things. With a battery backup would be highly recommended to have, especially for those places being hit by night. The Not only is the radar slightly less effective at picking up tornadoes at night, we have less storm troopers out which are reporting the tornadoes, and even those which are out, it's difficult to see at night, and in this situation, because of the heavy rain itself that could block out the sight of the tornado. So, you might have some tornadoes without even warning. And it's happening in the night. So, this tornado sirens are a lot of times not even loud enough to wake people up at night. So, for those areas, getting it at the night, this could be very dangerous. But the places which would we'll be getting it at night is going to have to be probably much closer to the Gulf Coast. The places getting it during the day could be as far north as Memphis, Tennessee. Maybe even further north than that. The the thing over here is we have enough instability to support tornadoes and severe weather. But the instability is not as high as it usually is. So, if the instability should drop, this would not support the severe weather event. It's not expected to drop, but at nighttime it does drop. And when this, it's all about the timing. When the system moves into Cincinnati, It's going to be the middle of the night. The level of instability will no longer be able to support severe weather. That's the current thinking, it appears. But it's going to be close. Okay? The system moves out of the area, including Cincinnati, heads off to the East Coast. Damaging wind gusts, unrelated to the thunderstorms, connected to the colder Arctic air mass coming in. It's a quick shot of cold air, however, Within a very short period of time, we're already on the backside of that air mass. We're already in the southerly winds real quick. But there is a window of time where strong Arctic air moving in, strong winds, could produce power outages with that as well. So, now... Dealing with St. Louis, St. Louis is far enough north to be affected by the thunder, but not so much of the severe weather, despite the fact that it's a thunderstorm-prone city. It's not currently under the radar for the severe weather, but that could change. It is a thunderstorm-prone city, and temperatures are going to be awfully mild in St. Louis, so mid-60s is the forecast. Sometimes it gets a little bit warmer than what's forecasted over there. Uh, and you have to wonder whether perhaps there will be more instability there than what is currently forecasted. But Tuesday night, St. Louis is far enough north for the precipitate far enough, yeah, north for the precipitation to also change over to snow before ending. Now, should the, should there be instability at the time, could it be it's a convective snow shower? That's very possible in the St. Louis area. That would be called a snow squall. You could get some accumulation from that. I don't know if that's currently forecasted, but that's that would be an interesting thing to uh, monitor in the St. Louis area. So what we have here is an extremely serious, dangerous, severe weather outbreak. It's more dangerous than it is being expressed in both the weather forecast and even in the w- weather maps, which highlight the area of the severe weather, because... The primary threat is tornadoes, and that's that's the deception. It's different than usual. We haven't seen that too much, but we're getting that over here as of now. What's going? It's it want, the system is moving a little bit slower than what was originally forecasted. That's bringing up the severe weather chances, but at the same time, that's allowing. In many cases, the tornadoes are going to happen before bedtime in many of those places and that's going to actually probably make it safer despite the more intense severe weather outbreak. It's really the places that you go more to the east but you stay in the Gulf Coast states, those places might have an issue with dealing with severe weather in the middle of the night. Real warm weather for St. Louis including Cincinnati on Tuesday, Memphis, Tennessee probably the 70s before that cold front moves through. We have a quick shot of arctic air and then moderating temperatures after that. The upper Midwest could expect no more precipitation the rest of the week, but we have an atmospheric river storm system moving into the Pacific Northwest later this week that will need to be monitored for the impact that will have on this entire country for next week. Thank you for listening. Everyone stay safe and have a great week. You have been listening to the podcast Weather with Enthusiasm.